Welcome to the Encourageous Podcast. My name is Angel Clark, and I'll be your host. Everyone goes through difficult things in life, but it takes a special type of person to use their pain to help others. That's exactly the kind of people you're going to hear from here on Encourageous. Each episode will tell the story of someone who not only survived their struggle, but is thriving. Join us for vulnerable, firsthand testimonies that will inspire you to press on. Get ready to be encouraged. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Encourageous podcast. Today, I have a very special guest with me. Her name is Sarah Holder. She is related to my husband, in case you haven't realized, this is like the fifth family member I'm interviewing pretty much. She's got a <laughs> huge family and they're all so awesome, but um, she is like a little sister to me and I'm so blessed to have her. Um, so Sarah, go ahead and tell us a Thanks little Thanks for about. having me. Oh, of course. This is an honor. I'm with yeah. Angel Clark. <laughs> This is so um, no one, amazing. No one knows what that means. But, okay. <laughs> oh, they will. They will understand. <laughs> um, so, yeah, thank you for having me. Of course. Um, when you told me the topic, I was like, let's talk about sex. <laughs> I was excited. I was like... Or not having it. <laughs> actually, technically not. Now that I have it, I'm oh, okay too. talking about it. Yep. But. So, can you tell us a little bit about your life and who you are? Um, so, I am Sarah Holder now. Um, I used to be Sarah Midlow. True. But I just got married last January, almost a year. Can't believe it's already been almost a year. I know. It's, it's been fun. Um, literally fun. (laughs) We'll get there. (laughs) But, um, I'm married to, um, a pastor at Lakeside. His name's Carlin Holder. Um, and so when you brought this up about us talking about purity and waiting till marriage, I was super honored and I'm super excited to talk about it because any chance I get to talk to people about this, I want to share it. Yep. Um, I want to share that we waited and I also want to share that and started off by saying like, this wasn't us like alone. Um, this was Christ in us. It mm-hmm. really was. Um, by the grace of almighty God, we waited till marriage. Yep. <laughs> so I'll, I'll talk about that later, but I just wanted to let everyone know that first so that I don't get any of the credit mm. in any way. Just to like set the stage kind of, right? Yeah, set yeah. it up. Yep. Um, anything else about me? I'm trying to think. Do you like long walks on the beach? No, like... not really. <laughs> I love organizing things. Yep. I don't know. I love ministry and helping yep. people. That's true. We can talk about that at the end when I ask people, you know, Perfect. where they can find you. Okay. <laughs> so as Sarah said for today, our topic is staying pure until marriage. So can you kind of go back to the beginning, like give us some backstory of why you decided to wait or when you made the decision and how that kind of played out through your teenage years? Yeah. So I was probably like 13 or 14 when my dad told me to make a list, um, make a list of Kind of like, not your perfect guy, because nobody's perfect, but just a guy that you know is going to check off all the lists, um, the items on your list, and from making sure he's spiritually there to, and I never really put physical attributes, Mm. because that's not important, Um, but it was more like, make sure he cares about his family, and he loves children, and all this stuff, and I was like, I wanted to be an athlete, so that worked out, but (laughs) just little things like that, so you know you're not settling, I feel Mm -hmm. like that's an important step first. Yep. And, um, I made the commitment to wait till marriage. And my biggest thing was trying to find someone that wanted to wait till marriage. Mm. Um, so when I met Carlin at youth group, uh, we connected and I played him for a little bit, but 
<laughs> I really did. Uh, but it was because I never had my first kiss. Mm. I never um, was in a relationship, never gone on a date. So I was just this little innocent little girl who was like, um, I don't date boys. Mm. I don't date anybody. That sounded weird. <laughs> but I just don't date. That was my thing. Yep. And um, because I just was me and God all the way. But mm. God wants us to have love and have a partner and everything so when I met him it was rocky at first Mm. but when we finally started dating he told me he wanted to wait till marriage and I was like ah I found the one (laughs) that checks on the list yes thank god but we'll talk about that in a little bit too because we obviously um do you want me to talk about that or no go ahead yeah okay so prior um he finally opened up and told me that he had had sex Mm. And I remember at my initial moment, I was like, I'm not, you're not meant to be with me. Like Mm. I'm meant to find a virgin. I'm a virgin. Um, I just don't know if that's okay. And he told me, Sarah, it was one time. It was a mistake. Um, I wasn't in love. It was kind of my hormones and this feeling of, you know, let's do it. And I was like, okay, I guess that's better. I know he doesn't have any diseases or anything, but... <laughs> but no, that's, the whole point was I wanted a virgin. Yeah. And I look at it now, and one, that was so immature. And two, I really just needed to find someone that wanted to wait, mm. not someone that was a virgin. Yeah. Because that's such a big, big thing. Mm-hmm. Because, to be honest with you, Angel, some of the virgins, dang, they just want to pounce anyway. <laughs> That is Do you a, know what I mean? Yeah. It's almost like they're so, they don't want to be a virgin. They're yes. only a virgin because no one has said yes yet. And so yeah. they're like kind of almost desperate, right? Exactly. They're not, they're not by <laughs> choice. They're virgins. <laughs> Sometimes. Yes. Yeah. And I've, I've met people who are Christians and never had sex until mm. it was them and everything. And, um, that was the case for me and Carlin. It wasn't the case, but it was the case that we waited for each other. Mm. So I still think there's something so beautiful about that. And I encourage any girls at this moment, don't just try to find a virgin because you'd be surprised. He might force you to do something Mm. or he might not care about your boundaries. You need to be like, do you want to wait to have sex with me until we're married? Be straight up. Like, (laughs) that's how you have to be. And you have to be honest even if it's the first date. I know that's probably crazy, but, like, (laughs) before we even went on a date, we knew like, I had to know if this was one of his things. Because I yeah. wasn't going to waste my time. Yeah. Like, getting hurt, falling in love, and then being like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. I have to... This isn't yep. going to work. Yep. But. That's true. I think that's important you said that, though. Because I know, um, in my situation, I didn't wait, and neither did my husband. But I so regret that. Because I feel like there's so, there's something so special about having your first time be with the person that is going to be for the rest of your life. I think mm-hmm. that's so cool. And I have another friend, actually, who... She waited, but her husband now, um, at the time, he'd had a couple other partners. Not even just, like, one, like how Carlin was, but he'd had several other partners, and they were living together, like, very serious relationships. And when they got together, she told him, like, you know, I'm waiting. And from that point on, they waited for each other, too. That's amazing. That's not even, like, Carlin's, you're like, oh, that's not that bad. But in his case, like, he had been with a lot of other people. Not a lot, but several, at least, like, two or three other people. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, like you said, that goes back to your point of, he decided that she was important enough to him that he would wait for her. Yeah. So I think that's a really good point. It doesn't have to just be someone who has never done it before. It's somebody who's just willing to make the commitment to you. So exactly. I think that's good. I do want to say one more thing. Mm-hmm. Carlin, when he had sex for the first time with this other girl, mm. 
he wasn't, he didn't have Christ in him. He didn't Mm. accept Christ into his heart yet. He, and that's such a huge thing. So if I was to say, well, you're not a virgin, that would have been so wrong and so um, selfish Mm. because in my eyes, when I had sex with him, he was a born again virgin to me Mm. because he is a new creation in Christ when he got baptized. So born again, he was a virgin for me, Mm. you know, and the whole virgin idea, the, the name of it and everything I, I just kind of like to eliminate it and mm. say, not say, me and Carlin are virgins. Yeah. Not the case. Me and Carlin waited to have sex for yep. each other. You know? It, I don't know. It sounds more beautiful, I think. Yeah. It does. <laughs> I just think, like a virgin. When I hear virgin. <laughs> Touch for the very oh, we're first. doing Madonna? Okay. <laughs> That's what I think of. I don't think of, like, spiritual sense, though. So, yeah. I don't know. Yep. And then I know um, it's so... To wait until marriage is so countercultural. Mm. Did you feel any sort of when you were because you were obviously you're very vocal about your faith and you're yeah. like I love Jesus and I'm waiting till marriage all that stuff. Did you experience any sort of like well why would you do that or pushback or anything? Oh definitely. I had friends that were just like because um, Carlin was even my first kiss. Like, mm. So you're never gonna even kiss other guys and I'd be like Nah I kind of like his kisses. <laughs> like I'm about, like, at the same time I remember being like. No, I'm not, mm. you know? Um, and then culturally, yeah. you're not going to have sex with other people? Like, yeah. that's crazy. Like, he might not be the best. That's mm. what people will tell you. And um, But at the end of the day, when one we become one, and I obviously think he's going to be, he is the best. So, <laughs> but here's mom, please don't is... listen to this. But you know what I mean? Like, it's so selfish and it's so, um, but that is our culture sometimes. It's yeah. just a selfish mentality where yep. I want to make sure I got the right one. And yeah. and yes, physical intimacy is so important. Mm-hmm. I just think it's important in marriage. I don't think yeah. it's impar- important before marriage. Yep. You know? I know because I've heard, we've probably heard this before, but like the argument is like you wouldn't test drive a car without buying it. And it's like, okay, but does that mean you're just going to go sleep with everyone until you like rate them? Like who's the yeah. best? Like I never understood that. That just... That saying, like, weirded me out. It didn't like, make any I sense. Like I yeah. I guess the riding in the car, I guess, <laughs> doesn't make sense to me. But I feel like I got a Mercedes, so. Oh, well, there you go. Preach it, girl. I hope Carlin doesn't get this either. He's going to get too excited. I know. He's going to be like, can we play this every day? Like, repeat, repeat. Let me loop that. Okay, oh, so <laughs> now going back to the fact that he did have the one other, it was literally one time. Did mm-hmm. you ever struggle with any sort of feelings of jealousy or like comparing yourself or was it something that you got over pretty quickly? Oh, definitely. I definitely struggle with that. Mm. Um, I think I had to get to the point where I think girls do this naturally, just even with dating, like, Oh, well she looks like this and you always look at her best qualities and you kind of just, you, and at the end of the day, I would be like, well, when you were with her and he was like, Sarah, Mm. I'm with you now. And that always was so important. Mm. And I struggled too when we first started dating with needing validation from him. Mm -hmm. And I also want girls to hear this. Like your validation has to come from Christ because he was like, Sarah, I'm going to let you down. Like I cannot build you up and tell you you're beautiful every day, even though I know you're beautiful and I think you're the prettiest girl in the world. God has to give you that. Mm. And with with comparing to other girls, exes and people that he's kissed or whatever the situation is, it's so it's not healthy for Mm -hmm. any relationship. So if you're in a marriage and you're still talking about their ex-girlfriend, mm-hmm. just cut it out. Yeah. <laughs> um, I even got to the point where 
in your head, even the first night, I'm thinking in my head, like, but what if I'm just not as good as that one time? Yeah. You know? And then I was like, in my head, like, I'm going to do it with him a hundred more times. Like, <laughs> it's fine. Like, he's going to forget about that one time. Yep. So just don't, this constant, constant comparison trap is so, so not good. Yeah. And it's really not even just for, you know, for people that other ones have slept with. It's for how we look, how we talk, how we yes. dress, how we act, what kind of car we have, how does our Instagram feed look. It's just, in general, women, I feel, are so keen. That's, like, the first thing we do is we compare, compare, compare. And it's it's dangerous, like you said. It's so... For sure. So really not even just for this subject, but for any subject, I think it's... That's good advice is just keep... Like, um, what's it? Rachel Hollis always says, keep your eyes on your own paper like an eighth grade math. Like, yes. You know, when the teacher would be like, don't look at anyone else. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's such like a simple analogy, but it stuck with me. Cause it's like, it's so true. Like focus on what you're doing and your relationship with your husband and Jesus. And don't yeah. worry about anybody else's. And I think that's good. Yeah. Just trust that they, they love you, you know, mm. and they're with you. They're not with their ex. Like that that's was true. something he's like, but every time you bring it up, mm. I get weird. Like it just makes me feel weird and it, yeah. it kind of pushes them away mm-hmm. and you don't want that. So yeah. I don't know. Yep. That's true. Yeah, that's, that's very good. good. Okay. So going back to when you and Carlin before you were married and now we know you're <clears throat> enjoying each other <laughs> to say the least, but sorry. Sorry, Mo and Josephine, if you guys are listening to this. Oh God. Um, <laughs> okay. Mo and Josephine, if you're listening, earplugs. Okay. Three, two, one. Mother, mother-in-law, earplug, earplug. <laughs> okay. So were there ever moments of weakness that made you question your commitment? What do you mean by weakness? Like, like moments where you were maybe kissing or something and you oh, were like, okay. oh, can we keep going? Is it really that important to wait? Yeah. Like, did you ever start to question, like, is this really a big deal? Yeah. And I wanted to talk about that because I did talk mm. about spiritually. Yeah. But I also have to talk about our human nature. Mm. <laughs> and we had to set boundaries. Yeah. Um, boundaries were so important. And very soon in our relationship, we set boundaries because we knew we could not do it. Yeah. We're a bunch of horny adults, you know, like we just, we want that. And when you love the person, definitely it's just that connection. And, um, we had some rules like, um, our parents, if, if our, someone had to be in the house, either parents or little brother, I would never want my little brother to hear us having sex either. You know, like anybody, if someone was in the house, we were allowed to be, um, maybe alone in a room, but the door was always open. That was another rule. Carlin at my house was never allowed to lay in my bed. Mm-hmm. That was a respect of my dad. He just, I never wanted my dad to come in and see us snuggling. That mm-hmm. was just something I didn't like. Um, doors were always open though. Um, and we always kept our clothes on. <laughs> That's a good start. There's something <laughs> about keeping your clothes on that kind of um, doesn't let you have sex, even though True. you never know. <laughs> you never know. Okay, let's just say it makes it more difficult. Yes, way more difficult. Yep. But the whole house thing, yep. I naturally knew my first time was going to be in a comfortable place. Mm-hmm. I knew that it was going to be in a bed or it wasn't going to be somewhere romantic. So I didn't set that, you mm. know? It was kind of like, if people are there, we're not going to have sex, so yep. people need to be there. Yep. And there were so many opportunities. Um, so many opportunities. Parents are out of town. Yep. Uh, parents trust you. You're 18, 19 years old. You can mm-hmm. stay home alone. And I'm yep. just like, and in my head, I'm like, I just want to watch movies with Carlin. But I'm like, I don't think I can handle that. Mm. Uh, let's go to his parents' house where his parents are. Yeah. Um, let's go to the movies. I'm not going to have sex in a movie theater. Again, you'd be surprised. I was going <laughs> to say, people, but... I wouldn't put it past a lot of people. <laughs> 
but for us, that was something yes. that helped a lot was boundaries. Mm. Because our flesh is, our flesh is, what is the verse? Weak? A flesh is weak. That's the word. Weak. weak. Yeah. Weaknesses. Yeah. yeah. Our flesh is weak. So we're naturally just. Or the flesh may fail or something like that. Yeah. There's another verse. Um, so that's really something that I had, we had to stand clear of. And yep. we even wrote down, um, we thought this was really cool. We made an agreement. Mm-hmm. Uh, we wrote, we are going to wait till marriage. Pretty simple. You know, we have boundaries set and we are doing this in front of God, and we actually had his mom sign it. We wrote it at his house one day when we first started dating, and I remember, like, tears rolling down her eyes, like, of course I'll sign it, you know? But it's that was really important for us, and I had it at my wedding ceremony to show people, hey, we waited, you know, and we're not slamming this in your face to tell everybody, but I'm just trying to encourage people it's possible. Yep. Because they think nowadays it's not possible Mm. with social media and everything we see on the Internet and people we encounter and it's totally completely possible with Christ with boundaries um and with the right mindset yeah you just have to be it's almost like you just have to be very intentional about it this isn't something that's gonna just accidentally Mm -hmm. oh we just didn't happen to it's like no you have to be very intentional about putting things in place to keep it that way exactly okay so what valuable lessons did you learn from saving yourself for your husband did you learn anything in that I learned a lot. I learned that God blesses it. Mm. He really does. God yep. blesses um God blesses it even though he gave us the grace for it. Yeah. I think he just um continued this year to bless our marriage in abundant ways yep. when it came to jobs or when it came to um financial help and everything. Cuz God's like, you guys did something that is hard. Mm. You know, you you could have done it. Yeah. You really could have. I think that was a blessing that I learned. Mm-hmm. And I learned that if you're struggling with it and you love each other, get married. Mm. And they talk about that in the Bible. And yeah, some people if you're like, burning with passion or something, yeah, it's better to get married. I learned that. I mean, yeah. I'm 20. I'm going to be 21. But still, I was 20 when I got married. That's young. People yeah. look at that and that's a whole nother podcast. That's but true. getting married young and people criticizing you and people saying, well really, are you doing this? Just have sex. Mm. Like people, family members, people that I know, just, just have sex. I mean, just in case he's not the one. No, if I'm having sex with him, he's the one (laughs) and I'm getting married to him. You're like, that's the prior. (laughs) Yes. That's such a plus. And God made it for marriage. And if you're burning with passion and you love that person and you guys are one with Christ, I completely say get married Mm. for all the girls that are trying to wait. And it's, you're struggling right now. Set boundaries and get married. Mm. Whatever you have to do, save the big ceremony for another time if you have to. Yeah, true. I think it is important to note, though, make sure that whoever's listening to this, if you're in a relationship that's toxic or unhealthy in any way, don't just jump and get married because, no. oh, well, my boyfriend and I are sleeping together, so let's hurry up and just get married. And no. it's like, oh, no, no, no. She, so just... Don't do that. Disclaimer. <laughs> because I'm married for Carlin for life. So if yeah. you can't see that guy be married to that boyfriend for life and yeah. it's toxic and it's wrong, yep. do not get married. Do not mm-hmm. get married, you know? Yeah. But if you can see a future and it's totally spiritually one and you're ready to be one with that person, mm-hmm. and then definitely don't be afraid of that. And I know yeah. a bunch of adults, if they hear this, they're going to be like, oh, God, what is this young girl saying? Marriage yeah. is this. Marriage is that. Wait, I hear that all the time. Mm-hmm. Marriage is beautiful. Yeah. Marriage is amazing. Um, Sex is great. And that comes with marriage. You know, like, again, please, mom, do not listen to this. God. (laughs) 
You can't unhear it. I know, you can't. She can't unhear that. But hey, she's probably happy that, like, you know, you're not begrudgingly <laughs> married. You're, like, enjoying it, so. But it's not, it's not just the sex. It's just mm. living together and just growing up together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. We're young and we're going to make mistakes and, um, but just experiencing life together. I meant, I had friends that were like, but like, don't you want to travel? I'm like, mm. I'll travel with Carlin. Like, I'm still going to travel. It's like, not preventing you from doing no, anything. No, yeah. I'm just going to do it with my best friend. Yep. So don't be afraid of that. I learned a lot. Mm. Amazing things from yep. waiting. Yep. I yep. That's great. <laughs> so if there's someone listening to this podcast right now who feels convicted to remain abstinent or somebody who is currently not waiting, but they decided like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to stop mm-hmm. from this point on until I get married. I'm not going to have sex um but they're really struggling with that what encouragement could you offer them i would encourage them to if they aren't Mm -hmm. spiritually there get a church Mm. join a church um like i said i we could have not done it without christ yeah um and join a church and don't beat yourself down Mm. and say oh my gosh i can't do this i can't do this Maybe you enjoy sex because it's great, you know, but, and you're like, I can't do this. I can't go this long. Mm. Yes, you can. Like our pastor just talked about it today. Like get, you can't out of your vocabulary. Mm. Like you can, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And I know we've heard that verse over and over and over again, but it's such a beautiful verse that we have to remember. Um, you can wait till marriage, even if you have already had sex, even for Carlin's situation. Yep. I know people say, once you taste, what is it? Well, I've heard, now you taste the chocolate, you're never going back. But that's not the one I'm talking about. What is it? It's like, you tasted it, it's hard to, something about. Oh, I see what you mean. I don't know how it's worded, but like, basically, like, once you have it, you can't stop having it. Exactly, exactly. And it's not like you're going to go your whole life. No, you could just, for this season, no, it's not the time. Maybe find a hobby, find this time to pray and seek the Lord mm. um, and find alternative ways to hang out with each other that's not Netflix and chill, you know? <laughs> that's good. They totally can do it. And maybe you're at the point, I had friends that didn't set boundaries early enough, mm. but then they ended up waiting. You just have to set the boundaries. It's yeah. not too late to ever set, ba- set boundaries, Yeah. even if you've already crossed the boundaries. That's true. You know? And then I think it's also important to note that if you you know, you are with your partner and you've already done something, but you have decided, like, you're feeling led to wait, they have to respect that. Mm. It's very important to be in a relationship where you're you're on the same path as your partner, and if they don't understand, and if they really, truly loved you, they would be like, yeah. That's a red flag. That's yeah, a red flag. Like, yeah, this really stinks, but I love you and I'll do this for you. That was like I was saying at the beginning of the podcast, my friend, her husband did that. Yeah. He had already slept with several people, and he stopped and said, all right, I love you. I respect you enough. I'll wait for you. So that's if, beautiful, you know. Yeah. So I'm just to anyone out there who, if you decide you want to wait and the person is pushing you not to, then maybe, like Sarah said, maybe that's something you should reconsider. I would say so. run. Do the opposite. <laughs> like being straight up. Like if yeah. they're saying, well, and then even when it's time to sit down for boundaries, maybe this is the beginning of the relationship. Maybe it's later on. Yeah. And they're saying, no, I want to be able to touch. I want to be able to do this. You know how they say. What's too far for mm-hmm. sex? Yeah. And they're kind of pushing the line and you're like, I don't want to go there because mm-hmm. I don't think you, you better run sister, like mm-hmm. run or 
figure out a way to say, if you don't trust this and you yep. don't, you're not with me on this, mm-hmm. I don't think you're the one. Because yeah. if you love me, you would respect me. Yep. So. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. That's true. I think that's really good. And accountability. I think that's another good one. Ooh. It's like maybe finding someone, like, like you said, at church or if you're at college and someone in your class, like, you know, if somebody else is kind of like-minded with you or find somebody that waited yeah. and maybe kind of, if you're having a, a moment of struggle or if you're doubting yourself, maybe reach out to those people and be like, hey, look, guys, I'm having a rough, you know, yeah, almost, it got close last night or whatever, you know, like. <laughs> I, my, my best friend, mm. their other pastor and his yeah. wife at church, yep. they waited and it mm. was so amazing to be able to meet her up with coffee and be like, yeah wow, we were, we were tempted last night, you know? Mm. And she's like, oh, we're tempted all the time. You know, yeah. like in the sense of like, we had each other to yep. be able to be like, okay, we're not alone. Mm-hmm. And that's in any situation, yeah. any situation. This is such a good podcast to be able to say, you're not alone. Yeah. The devil makes you feel like mm. you're the only you're one the going only through one crap. Ever yeah. Waiting. Yeah. Yep. Very true. That's good. Okay. So if people loved your message and maybe want to reach out to you and connect with you, where or how can they get in touch with you? They can hit my Insta. Insta. Ooh, hit no, I'm just Insta. kidding. Hit me up on Insta. <laughs> no, you can. I think I'm Sarah. Underscore. Oh God. Sarah Holder underscore eleven or Sarah underscore Holder eleven. Okay. Carlin made me make it really trendy, and I was like, I kind of forgot, <laughs> but it's one of those. If you type in Sarah Holder, I'll come up. Okay, and but then you have Facebook. Facebook's great too. You can find you on Facebook. I don't have Twitter anymore. I'm sorry. Uh, me neither. Just not a. Tweeter. Tweet. No. <laughs> good tweet. Good tweet. But yeah, totally um, connect. Totally don't yeah. be afraid to just, just reach message out. me, reach yep. out. Um if you live around here and you need a local church, the lakeside's amazing. If you wanna be able to connect in that level, we have life groups and so yep. much stuff like that. So it's super fun. Very true. But, well, thank you, Sarah, for joining me today. Thank you. I feel like you had such good wisdom, even though you're so young. That doesn't mean, you know, there's a scripture that says something about don't let them look down on you because you're young. Oh, so you. I feel like you are really an encouragement to I love you. young ladies everywhere. <laughs> you too. All right. Well, thank you all for tuning in. Thank you for listening to the Encourageous Podcast. I hope today's story left you feeling encouraged and inspired. Come back every other Thursday for a new episode and be sure to subscribe. Your support makes a world of a difference, especially for a new and bi-weekly podcast like this one. If you want to connect with me on social, you can find me on both Instagram and Facebook at The Encourageous Podcast. Until next time, stay encourageous. Encourageous.